there guys my name is nina and my name is deb and, and welcome, welcome back, back to, to the house that, that built me. me um so if you guys are joining us for the very first time hello welcome we are two fast friends who love talking about their weird childhoods all the time so as per usual grab a drink buckle up and uh, join us for this crazy ride and for our fellow brickers you know the drill oh yeah we had one brick that's good. We have a breaker. We have a breaker. <laughs> Some strange breaker. We have we're, friend friend breakers, but not. We're, we're starting the foundations of our house. Yes. <laughs> Built on honesty, calling out bullshit, mm-hmm. and uh, just an all-around fun time. Um, this podcast explores our origin stories mm-hmm. and explains to our families and friends why we are the way we are, because I feel like it's a community effort to decipher our personalities. Takes a village to raise a child. It also takes a village to figure out what went wrong. (laughs) So, Um, we don't usually know what we're talking about. We actually never really know what we're talking about. So we're going to go into the box of magical episodes. For those of you who don't know, we sit down and we pick a, like a set of episodes that we were like, oh, we would totally want to talk about this. And then we discuss it and then realize that we can. And then we write it on a post-it, put it in a box. And mm-hmm. Nina has one. <laughs> Wait until you're married. How oh, my body is not my own. Oh my god, it's you, one of the OG episodes. This is like one of the first ones we discussed among all of the other episodes we ever discussed. I don't know if I'm ready, but I am. Do you want me to start? You can start. Okay, so as somebody who's not married. <laughs> do you have bodily autonomy, though? Um. Yeah, definitely. So you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. I, okay, so like, like I, I remember what this was about, like... um. I think we were talking about like tattoos and stuff like that, yeah. and and um, Deb Deb has a story, um, but I personally like growing up. My mom, my mom always told me to just be think about what you do before you do it because you're gonna live with those decisions for the rest of your life. Yeah, and and it's just it, it's just being thoughtful and self aware of your actions, whatever it may be, whether it be to yourself or whether it be to other people. And so growing up. Um, I've always kind of wanted like piercings, tattoos, and all those types of things. And so when I was like six, I got my ears pierced uh, by my aunt. My mom was super pissed off because like the first time I was getting my ears pierced and my mom wanted to be there and she wasn't there. Oh. And then I'd gone and gotten like other piercings. I cut up all my hair at one point. I remember at one point I actually got a cartilage piercing mm-hmm. and I cut off all my hair and then like I was had this like not even like a fro. And I went over to go to my grandmother's house and my, my Lola went, what did you do? Are you trying to be like Tita Helen now? And just for some background, my Tita Helen is a lesbian. Oh my god! <laughs> and she basically was asking me if I was gay, and I was just like, no. <laughs> or like, I wasn't that's so, doing that. That's so interesting. That like appearance right now, because I I see that in like media mm-hmm. and like community, like people, yeah. like just like they look at somebody and like, oh my god, she's for sure gay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she could just dress and draw and draw and. Androgynous. That's the word, because <laughs> words are not my friend today. Um, and I'm just like, yeah, I totally get her. Boys' clothes are so fucking comfortable. Like, mm-hmm. you just don't judge her for deciding not to fit into a norm. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember when I was first thinking about getting a tattoo, and I just turned 18, my mom was just like, well, if you get a tattoo, I'm going to get a tattoo. And I was like, do it. Okay. Yeah. Like, you're, like, a 40-year-old woman. Like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. 
Um, and I, I didn't get into like later, but, um, I ended up getting two tattoos and I remember going to my dad cause I, I knew he hated one. I, I have two tattoos on my ankles of, um, wings, wings and it's to represent the Greek God oh, Hermes. Yeah. Or um, Mez. <laughs> Mez. Uh, because uh, I liked his stories of him being basically a shit disturber and going around fucking shit up. And I was totally much you. very me, very chaotic. I was going to say it's just like, oh, a messenger from God. Like, <laughs> that was his That was his actual job description. But he's yeah. just like, nah, bitch. No. Let's go do some shit. <laughs> I'm going to go tell people the wrong information. Um, So uh, basically, I just identify with that chaotic, like, energy yeah and so i got that and i went over to my dad i like came back from my trip i had these and i was like dad something really serious tell you i don't want you to like get too angry he's like you know just tell me what it is and i was like i got tattoos and he was like oh god thank god i thought you were gonna say you were pregnant uh... <laughs> and i was like what? good to know like, where your head's at like no no dad no dad and he's like okay well show me and then he looks at them and he goes i hate birds <laughs> That's the perfect reaction to um, to a parent saying like who maybe was not good with tattoos and you got a tattoo and they were just like oh I hate birds yeah and good I just love it it was just like the best interaction I possibly could have had and he's like are you gonna get any more and I was like probably like I just these were yeah. my like intro to tattoos right and then I ended up getting like my thigh one done and my parents were like no this is really cool it almost inspired my mom to get a tramp stamp oh nice 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 and she, she was, would she would rock a tramp stamp she would and she was like you know what I'm gonna make it say and I was like what mom she's like it's gonna say what you looking at uh, <laughs> your mom would she would of course she would. And I love this woman. Like, I do. I truly, like, just for these moments that I have with them, yeah. I just love them. But, like, they never they never said anything like, oh, you'll never get married or, like, anything like that. They just encouraged it. Yeah, yeah, And I, I don't have any tattoos right now because we're in the middle of the pandemic. And I usually get tattoos after I travel. Um, so it's, like, to signify those trips yeah. and everything like that. So my next one is going to be from my Japan trip, but it's, I can't go down to the States to go to my... Tattoo artist, yeah. Who's my friend's sister? Um, so here I am. Here I am with all my piercings and tattoos. Yeah, three tattoos. Um, yeah. S- still able to get married if I ever will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't. It's weird. Okay, so the thing is, like, uh, wait until you're married. It was my idea for the 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 title of this mm-hmm. episode because it was one of my mom's favorite things to say whenever I asked to do some body mod. Mm-hmm. So I have a bunch of piercings. I'd love to get my ears pierced. I wouldn't get anything else pierced, mostly because I think it would be inhibit the way of my life because chafing and awkward situations. Like I don't want something mm-hmm. that's sensitive to get pierced because that would hurt like a bitch. But um, I remember oh, I got, exciting. yeah, piercings were never really an issue, at least the first one. Yeah. I got them. I got them when I was really, really young. Mm-hmm. And it, it's very, like, um, common in Latin America, too, to get your kids pierced yeah. very young as part of, a like, the rite of passage. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was the same. So we got our piercings done. They were off-center. Oh, God. They were uneven on my ears. Mm-hmm. So they closed them and got it done 
again. And when oh. you're three years old, sitting in a gold shop with like uh, with a guy coming at you with a gun because they didn't do it with needles. Oh yeah, it was fucking terrifying. I was crying. I remember again. You know how I say like memories are caused from high emotions. Yeah, fear and trauma. Fear, fear, <laughs> fear. I was like, because the thing is, I went in there and I was playing with all the other kids who were just hovering around there. And then this, guy, my mom's like, sit. And I sat, and this guy comes with like a a nail, like a piercing gun, and I'm yeah. like. Okay, this is how I die, probably. Yeah, and it's coming to kill me. Yeah, I got I got my piercing, but that was it. And I wasn't really interested in getting piercings or mm-hmm. anything like that. And um, my parents are pretty religious, but it wasn't like overly so, where yeah. it was just like anything you do is against your religion. Mm-hmm. I was had a pretty conservative but pretty cool like, free life. Yeah, and then at some There's point, some form of freedom. <laughs> at some point, my sister wanted to get pierced, and she is five years older to me, so she's going through. Not rebellion, but change. Yeah. And I'm younger, but I'm very easily susceptible. So I'm learning change from her. Mm-hmm. So she wanted to get a piercing. And you know she had to beg, 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 beg. Um, and uh, it, it happened when my final, my mom finally conceded to her getting her a piercing. Yeah. I was at like 15. And my mom, and I'm like, can I get a piercing? And my mom, sure, sure. And my sister threw a fit. And she was just like, are you kidding me? I've had to beg and beg for years. Mm -hmm. And she gets her contacts when she's 14. She gets her piercings when she's 15. Like, I don't understand. I had to beg, beg, beg. She paved the way. Yeah, so she, there was a... a, respect. It it was a point of a lot of contention because it was just like, why? Mm -hmm. Why? Like, good good kid, bad kid. Kind of like that. It's exactly that. And um, I did end up getting my piercings, and then I got uh, my cartilage pierce, which my mom gave me for my 18th birthday. Nice. I got my car- like my upper um, cartilages pierced, mm-hmm. and then I went to Philly once to visit a friend who goes to school, who used to go to school there, mm-hmm. and um, she was in class, so I was like gallivanting downtown in Chinatown. Yeah. Because I could, and I wanted, like, a pork bun or something like that. And Great. I saw from across the street, piercings. Mm-hmm. $5. <clears throat> and I'm just like, that's probably really cheap, but I want one. So I'm going to go. <laughs> no, it was very clean. She okay. was very sterile. Okay. But she charged me $10 because I wanted to get my, like, tragus pierced. Oh, yeah. So uh, she, which is, like, the just the lobe where the ear hole is for mm-hmm. people who don't know. And uh, literally gun cartilage. And I sent a picture and I walked up to my mother. And she literally texted me. She's like, did you ask me? I'm like, I'm 22. I don't understand. Why don't I, why do I have to ask? And she's just like, well, you should have. And I'm like, like, that's not, that's not the reason why I should have asked to get my ear pierced. And I'm like, okay. And then I thought my dad would make a bigger deal. And I'm like, dad, look, because I finally came back from Philly and Mm -hmm. like visit my parents. And my, and my dad, look, and he's like, oh, pretty. And I'm like, these are not the reactions I was totally prepping my brain to experience. Yeah. My dad doesn't give a shit, but my mom was just like, didn't you? Why? Like, you didn't ask me. And I'm like, was I supposed to? Like, I don't understand. Yep. And that kind of, like, bled into just understanding, like, okay, I'm supposed to. I'm, tw- I'm in my 20s. I'm completely yeah. responsible. I pay for my own school. Mm-hmm. I pay my own rent. Like, and I don't live with you guys anymore, but I still have to ask permission to do stuff to my body. Cool. And then at some point, me and my sister were joking that we should get matching tattoos in the car. Love it. And my mom, and we were like, and I guess me and my sister have a habit now of asking. Mm-hmm. Um, we're married they, now, so that doesn't matter. But they conditioned you. Yeah, we asked. I'm like, mom, what if we get tattoos? And she looked at me like, wait until you're married. 
And I looked at that, and I'm just, I couldn't put two and two together. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why wait until you're married? You're just like, then you can ask your husband. And I'm like, okay, so once I get married, I have to ask my husband to tattoo my own body. Oh my God. What is happening? It was, it was, it became a big reality of where I, I fully understood is just that I don't have control mm-hmm. as control of my body as I should. Yeah. Even though I'm an adult mm-hmm. and I, what if, what if I'd never gotten married? Married, Like, what if I was a spinster the rest of my life? Am I going to have to ask permission when I'm 35, when I'm 45, yeah. when I'm 62? Like, yeah. b- like, does it become a Beatles song? I don't understand. Like, I just, like, when, when do I get the freedom of my own body? And then my dad thinks that all tattoo parlors are the house of the devil, but that's yeah. a whole other episode. I, I kind of want to hear that now. Like, I kind of want to hear that now. I'm, they, I, like, it's funny because I grew up with, um, my parents having friends, mm-hmm. and it was a very common thing in Mangalore, from where they're from, yeah. to get a tattoo of the cross mm-hmm. in in I don't know what kind of ink, but it always turned green on brown skin, um, like an older ink type. I don't know what that I don't know what that is. Um, that sounds. Really but it was it was on your hand, just underneath where your thumb hits your palm. Okay, like right there across. Yeah. And I saw that in a lot of people. A lot of people had. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Sounds, that's a tattoo. Like, sounds I like a cult. No, it's not. It was. It no, was, no, no. It just it just sounds like continue. I think it was just an effort to bring God closer to their lives wherever yeah. they are, yeah. to have something permanent on their body. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, okay, maybe maybe the culture is cool with tattooing because I saw so many adults with it, right? Yeah. Like with the tattoo of the cross on their arm. So when I asked the first time. I was surprised that I got a lot of resistance and mm-hmm. my dad just like no like look at all these people with all the tattoos on their body mm-hmm. and like you're like all devil worshippers and I'm like oh now I understand satanic panic that happened in North America in the 70s mm-hmm. never ended no. in Catholic communities in all of Asia yep for some reason like tattooing images whatever the image might be mm-hmm. Um, on your body is considered devil worship and I'm like why mm-hmm. like there's no there's literally I don't understand how the jigsaw pieces come together yeah. unless someone literally draws Lucifer himself and says Satan rules on their body then I'll be like that makes sense yeah that's but, like sat- satanic worship yeah but sure. a butterfly on your ankle or like like the weird Celtic art like mm-hmm. on on your tram stamp mm-hmm. or like a band or mm-hmm. a flower doesn't to me, mean devil worshiper. Yeah, I think there's a separation between the um, like respect of the art and looking at your body as a, a canvas and a way to show off that the art. And then also, I think there's a difference between the fact that a lot of organized crime and a lot of people who did not subscribe to like traditional Christian or Catholic views would tattoo themselves because I think there's somewhere that it's like you don't want to tarnish the body that God gave you or something like that. There is a whole thing about the body as a temple. But however, I've never had that given to me as a reason. Okay. It was very, very critical of of the practice, of the organization, of... I I don't even want to say the people that it attracts because anybody and everybody gets tattooed like it doesn't really matter i'm sure there's a priest that got into the priesthood later in Mm -hmm. life in his 40s that is finally like a catholic priest and is preaching that has a tattoo on him somewhere probably has a sleeve hiding somewhere yeah and it's just like why why are we so judgmental on the practice but then because of the it's because of what you said earlier satanic panic yeah satanic panic and then also the ties to organized crime like 
Actually, a really good example. But you know how much organized crime is super Catholic? Italian mobs, all the gangs in LA. Like, yeah. they're so, they still go to church on Sunday. Holy shit. Like, I don't understand how those two things it's it's work. like it's also the people who didn't though, and the people who were like outwardly like being like I'm defying I'm I'm uh, defaming my body as a as a defiance to God and the and church. The structure, mm-hmm. like like um in Japan, um if you um so for the longest time there was it's a illegal like, yeah, yeah yeah the yakuza controlled the government and then when they got the yakuza out of the government. They kind of like banned tattoos. Yeah. So if you had a tattoo, you weren't allowed to go into public spaces like onsens or like hot springs. And um, if you have if you have a tattoo, some onsens will actually turn you away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like my friend, my friend who lives there, she can't go to certain onsens in certain areas because she has multiple tattoos on her body. Mm-hmm. And um, but there's some places that still accept them because they understand that there's Western people who come in for tourism. Yeah. Right, but there's still places that even if you're a Western, it's still a pretty conservative yeah uh, outlook on tattooing, and, and it's due it's due to the fact that people who weren't part of the yakuza didn't have tattoos, and then there are people who were part of the yakuza who did have tattoos. It became part of a like critical identity, exactly. Right? And they're actually starting to make getting tattoos a lot harder in Japan, where you can only go, you can only be a tattoo artist if you have a metal medical degree license yeah license, and so they're basically going around and like shutting down a bunch of tattoo parlors and like finding tattoo artists if they're tattooing without a medical Medical license license. and it's like and and they're actually cracking down on it and i was like but they're just portraying art yeah and it's like at this point in time in the 21st century tattooing has become an art yeah and it's like and it's like less of a less of a way to get into a gang. And even those people who are part of gangs are going to a special tattoo artist who's doing special caricatures of that gang that represent that gang. Yeah. So it's like it's not like they're going to like the local tattoo artist in downtown Tokyo who primarily deals with tourists. And it's um it's a corruption of an art that has existed for millennia. You have yes. indigenous people who have beautiful artwork that are part of their tribes, African people. Mm-hmm. Like African tribes mm-hmm. that have beautiful tattoo in their culture, mm-hmm. Philippine tribes oh, yeah. up in the mountains, mm-hmm. um, Australian, Australian, like everywhere, Hawaii. There's so much rich history and culture that's mm-hmm. being demonized. But it's uh, that's because the Christians came in, saw the indigenous. Don't even get me started. I'm sorry. No, um, I, I feel really salty about it because I it's know. like I was reading. <laughs> I was reading, and it's. It it's, sucks. It's the and this this is where like wait until you're married also comes from. It's like a mm-hmm. corruption of an art form and an idea mm-hmm. based on what you've only been told and not what you've discovered yourself. Which yeah. is what I have issues with. Is mm-hmm. because I think any kind of stance you have, regardless of where you're from, I love mm-hmm. you guys, my parents. But it's like any stance you have, any critical opinion you have that mm-hmm. you are steadfast on. Mm-hmm. I wish that you would go up and beyond to research more about it before you teach your kids about it. Because me and my sister never accepted the fact that tattoo parlors were were evil or like tattooing your body was satanic in some way Mm -hmm. or it was like like ruining your body. Mm -hmm. Because that's what my parents were afraid of was just that getting something like that would make me, I don't know, Unmarriable. Like, but my husband has my husband has a tattoo of his iron ring. He tattooed Mm -hmm. our wedding band. Like, literally, he he ain't going nowhere. Like, he's made me permanent (laughs) on his body. But it's it's uh, I find it very difficult to to understand how someone could have such a steadfast opinion 
I on... think it's 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 just the lack of opening and questioning everything. Question everything. Question everything. Thanks, Dad. Um, I like honestly, it's just if you don't question what's in place, and if you just stay like and stay with the knowledge that you have, you will never be able to kind of expand your horizons, right? Mm-hmm. You're you'll just always think the earth is flat. Yeah. Yeah. It's um very flat earthers. <laughs> I had another point that I was gonna come when I was talking about tattoo and culture too. I'm sorry. I don't know no hey. Why are you apologizing? Like, you have nothing question. to apologize for. Mm-hmm. Previous Thanks. episode. Okay. Um, yeah, so the whole wait until you're married. Now that I am married, I didn't have to ask my husband for permission uh, for anything. And yeah. I, I would like to get a tattoo mostly because I think they're meaningful to me. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know when that's going to happen because everything is locked down. Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting to grow up with the fact that I always had to ask permission to do anything with my body. Right. Um, And even now, I'll still think of my mom Mm -hmm. when I make these decisions. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, I should, and I'm like, no, I don't have to ask. Like when we went to go get our, our, uh... My birthday piercing that closed got infected. Well, Mm -hmm. well, also, like, you had to take it out because you were in the midst of... I was getting an MRI, MRI, too. Yeah, like, like, no metal yeah but but like i remember you (laughs) you i think you had mentioned it's like oh maybe i should tell my mom and i think you texted her while we were in the waiting room you're like you just uh, give me a birthday present appears okay bye (laughs) yeah yeah i've been i'm I'm conditioned i'm like that's totally fine like i i think i don't even think i told my mom i think she just noticed it Mm. and i think at the same time i got my like my second lobe pierce But. Yeah, the thing is, like, I want to do these things, but I don't want to, like, keep it a secret. Because I'm also like, I don't think, because me keeping a secret is mm-hmm. for me thinking somewhere in my body that I'm doing something, something wrong, wrong Yeah, to my body. But, I like, I don't I don't think it is. And I mm-hmm. think, like, some people with the, the stories of their tattoos yeah. are the most beautiful things. It, it tells so much about their character because they're just, like... They'll tell you a story about their tattoo, and you'd be like, "That's amazing." Mm-hmm. They like either either designed it themselves, or they had an inspiration. They yeah. tattoo about their mom. Like, mm-hmm. it's wonderful. It's really sweet. I, I do like I do like people who get like um, tattoos that mean something to them. I also do though love the people who just like I like this. I want it on my body. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, li- I like this a lot. I yeah. want it on my body. Like um, my friend, my friend, she who has a bunch of tattoos. She has like a bunch of different ones so she has like one that's like a paw print of her dog mm. um she has like uh one that's the white rabbit from alice in wonderland she has some words in hebrew um somewhere on her body and she has some other text i forget what they are i don't know i don't i'll, I'll have to ask her and then she has a boob chandelier <laughs> Oh, wow, painful, painful. All I can think about is so painful. I was trying to get her to talk or laugh or something like that. While she was getting it done, she's like, I fucking hate you. Yeah. Um, Because it's it's on bone. Yeah, it's It's on bone. It's absolutely on bone. But hers is really cool. And I I really, I actually really liked it to the point where I was like, do I want one? And I was like, no. I I don't have the pain tolerance for it. Yeah. But I, like, my tattoos kind of have meaning, but I also just like them. And so I think I think the tattoos you have do have meaning. Like one is like because you're shit stirrer, and then the yeah. other one is for your travels to yeah. remember good times in your life. Those are meaning. Don't yeah. don't undermine your tattoos. But occasionally I forget that it's there. 
Yeah. Like, a, like and this them. becomes part of your body. Yeah. It's like a, a sixth finger. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> Once it's on you, it's on you. You got to accept it and make it part of your life. Basically. Basically. But yeah, it's like, um, I'm always thinking about my next tattoo. So at one point, one of my girlfriends that I work with, um, she, um, she just got tattoos to get tattoos. I, right. And I... She's like, I, I like this. So, well, some people, like, I've had conversations with a couple mm-hmm. of people who's just like, once I got my first tattoo, I couldn't stop. Yeah. Yeah. And it is actually a little bit addicting. Like, yeah. Like, you'll do it. So it does make your, like, blood rush a little bit. Um, but she had a couple tattoos. My favorite one of her tattoos, actually, was this um, sketchbook with, like, blank pages. Mm. And so every holiday or something like that, she would draw something in it. So if it was Canada Day, like a little Canada leaf <laughs> or maple leaf. And then um, if it was, like, Pride, she'd do, like, rainbows and things like that. So it was actually really fun, and she was an artist. So yeah. it was very, like, I guess, in a sense, meaningful to her. Yeah, it's one of her art pieces. Exactly. And then she did this other one where she's like, I really like hot air balloons. So she just got a hot air balloon. I love that. And then she's like, I like the moon. So she got a one. And then there was at one point where we were talking, and she's like, yeah, like, you know how people will get sleeves? She's like, I want to get one for, like, my leg. But she's like, what do you, you call those? And I was just like, I don't know. Like, pant legs? Oh, pant leg. And she's like, no, like a, like a trouser. And like so a trouser? Like, and then she's like, and she's like, but I only want it to my knee. So then she's like, I just want a half trow. <laughs> so we just she, called them half trows. She, she wants um, a, a gula, like oh, a gaucho pant version. Exactly. She wants a gaucho. That's what it should yeah. be called. And it's just so, it just like, it was so cute. And like, I think she at one point got bees on her knees for bees, the bees. bees, bees. Oh my God. We went climbing once and there was a girl with frick, the biggest bees on her knees. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, she's got the bees knees. She's got the bees knees. Yeah. Her entire life is upon. And I, I just like, I love that. I also really wanted that tattoo as well. I, I like, like. I love it. I yeah. like the idea behind it. It's now obviously way overdone because so many people do it. I love it how uh, tattoos can also be uh, kind of a healing process for people and their scars. Mm, like people yeah. who had scars, like they'll do fishbone mm-hmm. or they'll cover it with like an ornate piece yeah. or women. Um, and I love this. There's a movement where women who go through um, mastectomies mm-hmm. get well, one, there's a tattoo artist that's freelancing tattooing nipples on mm-hmm. women who have lost their breasts to cancer yeah. or preventing cancer. And then there's others that will just cover it up, cover up their scar with like an ornate piece. Yeah. And it's beautiful because you're helping somebody get past the trauma of their past and making mm-hmm. it beautiful for them now. Mm-hmm. And it's like overtaking your body because your body had a moment where it was overtaking you yeah and, it's and so it's ownership. taking back yeah it's taking back your body because mm-hmm. the scars will always be a reminder of something bad happening to you mm-hmm. but the tattoos aren't mm-hmm. and and that's where like I feel like taking back like autonomy over your body is, is a great is kind of beautiful and kind of magical I think it's well. important too that we mm-hmm. discuss body autonomy because a lot of people are trying to control the choices of your body we want to get into it no I don't think this is the episode we're talking about abortion but yeah yeah um I guess yeah no we're not. no no that's a it's whole different episode, different that's, episode, a different episode guys. that's like an hour's worth of content right there but I it's definitely, um, definitely it's very yeah it's very important that it's also something that you should teach your kids because mm-hmm. your body is your own and you can do yeah whatever you want with it mm-hmm. um in reason i would say with reason because like body mods are like a, a physical thing that you're doing and yeah. body mods go beyond tattoos and piercings they go to 
fillers and mm-hmm. plastic surgery and Ooh, do you want to talk about that? Sure. Like, I'm totally I, okay with that. I'm I'm a big proponent of natural beauty, so yes. I I'm not against you do you do whatever you want. Like if you want to get Botox or fillers mm-hmm. or implants, totally, I get it. But it's just it's also like why? I don't understand like the motivation behind it, but but because I don't live my life in terms of having I I have no ego attached to the way I look. So I think it's like, I I have two sides to it. So I am with you. Like, I personally don't think I do any particular body mods at any point. I am content with the way that I look. You beautiful body. And I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. Like, I'm good. I'm happy. But with the people who do want to do body mods, I support it. And for whatever reason, as long as it's not tied to anything kind of like subconsciously racist sure subconsciously appropriating to another culture um and then and then like one of my friends brought this up where it's like she she loves everything about herself but every once in a while she's like she always she's flat chested so she goes on like kind of boobs and so like her thing is is that if she ever had the money she just go ahead and do it yeah because that would make her feel like complete okay and it's just that's just it. And I'm I'm like, no, I get it. Like, yeah. I get it. Because you're constantly thrown images of what a woman's body should look like. Yeah, well, I think that's a cause of a problem. Mm, yeah. Than, uh... But also, it's it's something that we do think of as being a woman, it's having breasts. Even, even when you see it with, like, non-binary, like, transgender people, like, sometimes that's one of the first body mods that they get. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's also one of the e- – it's the easiest of the two to get. Right? right. Yeah. And so – and and it's kind of some – sometimes it's like the first – it's it's what they need to to be what they want to be and how, yeah. how they want to see themselves. And I 100% support it. It, it It's fun because it, it's funny that you, you, you understand the support behind – uh, breasts like actual boobs mm. being an identity of a woman mm-hmm. and giving you femininity that you're seeking for especially if you've been raised without it mm-hmm. for me in an, in an inanimate in an inanimate no inanimate autonomy no no anatomy so an anatomy from a point of anatomy mm-hmm. um, for me it's always like oh yeah like the sacks of fat that hang off my chest <laughs> <laughs> You want that? Okay, sure. Like take mine. Yeah, it's just like oh great. Like uh, like I understand that it's it's a beautiful thing in terms of nutrition for babies and mm-hmm. stuff like that because mm-hmm. that's what they're there for. But I'm like, it's basically fat. Like that's oh yeah, that's what you're seeking out yeah. for. I, I, I like overly I sexualized bags of fat. Yes, yes, I understand that as well. But uh, so in the terms of where it's appropriating cultures, where it's like you basically have people who are like putting fillers to have fuller lips because they don't have fuller lips, or they're getting hair transplants to make their hair more full. Brows microbladed. Yeah. So in the case of like somebody who's getting like chemo, I think that's okay. Where, oh, like, yeah. Yeah, no, right? no, no, yeah. Um, in terms of just like because you're too lazy to just do your eyebrows every single morning, or if you're a makeup artist and uh, it, it gets yeah. costly, like makeup is super expensive. Sure. Female tax, that's a thing. Um, uh, but like if you're a makeup artist and that's something that you don't want to have to do every single morning, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% with like those types of beauty modifications because I feel like you're just. It's, I'm just worried. Money. Like, I, again, I'm not, sorry. I may sound judgmental, but I don't no. mean to be judgmental. Mm. Um, I just think it's on trend. 
Which is always risky. Oh, yeah. Well, like, but look at people who, like, plucked their eyebrows to, like, a yeah, single and, eyeliner line. And now they can't grow their yeah. eyebrows back, it's right? So, funny. so <laughs> that's why I'm always, like, anything that comes from a point of marketing, mm. right, that has yeah. been marketed to you yes. to be on trend, yes. materials episode, mm-hmm. um, is something that I can't stand by because that's it's... Fair. It's not going to last forever, but the mm-hmm. act- your actions have will have last forever. Yeah. And it's just like a lot of the times you'll find people reverting, mm-hmm. like, their modifications. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 very true. Or they go to the wrong person for a cheaper thing. Oh, yeah, thing infections and, and stuff botched, like that. Like, yeah. botched uh, lipos, all that kind of stuff. But, like... Those people, they make their decision. They have money. It's also like people who have the money to be able to do these things. Or not. They take like loans and shit. Like get themselves into debt yeah. to, to meet this idea of beauty that they've been told Doesn't that they should be. Yeah. Or like, where is it? There was this woman. There was this woman who, the Jessica Rabbit woman. She wanted to look like Jessica yeah. Rabbit. So she like got like ribs removed. She got like her lips done, whatever. And she, you know, she, she looked like Jessica Rabbit. It worked. I have a very profound thought. Yeah, go for Does it. this mean that our body, like, nobody's bodies are their own because we've been corrupted by marketing and capitalization no well why not like if your motivation for getting a body mod Mm -hmm. is to attain a sense of beauty that's been told to you that Mm -hmm. you should have yes is that a choice for your body you made out of your own volition or were mm-hmm. you manipulated into getting it? No, you, you made out of your own volition. They're just tapping into your insecurities. Which is a bad thing. So it's, it's not... I'm not saying it's not a bad thing. Well, it's like... it's But, but it's, 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 it's not like you did not have the free will or you did not... You, you made the decision but is to it, take is, out the money or is you made it, the decision to, to spend the money. Yeah, but is it... Person. Do we blame... Do not blame. Do we take give that person the responsibility when they were fucking brainwashed like a cult? Yes. Okay. Because you can always leave the cult. Yes, but that comes with the price. And it comes with self-awareness. There's a, yeah, which is what's missing out here. So if somebody is not self-aware, mm-hmm. do they have control over their body? See? See? You're thinking about it. Yeah, I guess so. Like I, I understand where you're coming from, but I also, but I also see the flaws in it. So here, let's let's. I have a. I have, we have a, to look at them as individual cases. I have to give you an experiment. Back okay. in the nineties, when mm-hmm. cocaine beauty was all the rage, hair chic, yeah, yeah. Um, and women were piled up on a line and said that you're too, you're you're not skinny enough, mm-hmm. which was crazy because you literally, if they turned to the side, you could see like they were a line. Yeah. Um, and, and these women were told that they weren't skinny enough. So they went into binge dieting and Mm -hmm. then you have an entire generation of kids growing up with Mm -hmm. body dysmorphia and Mm -hmm. eating disorders, trigger warning, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, all this, who do we blame? Do we blame, like, do we blame the people who's setting the standard? Mm -hmm. So all the designers in the 90s who said that, oh, I don't want my my clothes to fit this person. I want to to be hanging off from them because I want them to be alive stick. Like, they're literally alive hangers. Hangers. Because they just like, oh, you shouldn't actually fill out these clothes. They should flow on you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So do we blame that? Because what happened is, like, they set the standard for the, the women who are out in public getting mm. photographed that mm-hmm. go into our media that teach our kids 
right? Like all advertising is evil. Exactly. That's what I'm evil. saying. It's just that if if we say that but this entire episode is how like my body is not my own, wait mm-hmm. until you're married. It doesn't mm-hmm. end. It like for me, it was specific to being married and then I get mm-hmm. body autonomy. Mm-hmm. But it's just like if the things around you constantly tell you you don't look the way you should. Mm-hmm. So you should change. Do we subconsciously have no body autonomy? Do we subconsciously have no body autonomy? Without self-awareness. Without self-awareness. We both are, like, I would say we're both self-aware. Like, we yeah. wouldn't do anything to our body that we didn't really want. Or yeah. we would honestly contemplate multiple, 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 multiple times that whether we want this or not and really go back to the source of that need. Okay. So I think without self-awareness, then technically no. But with self-awareness, then yes, you you have body autonomy. Mm-hmm. It, does, it, does, it does hinge on your self-awareness of where you stand within these unattainable standards versus how you see yourself in this world yeah so i i agree with you i agree with you within reason but i also disagree with you within reason because it's just like i'm just thinking of people who have done it and i know they have self-awareness and that it's something that like they they, totally want it yeah they, they want it this is what they want yeah this is what they want to achieve and or people just happen to be in the limelight and they might have body autonomy and they've made these decisions to do these things because they want to reach a goal. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, they're in the limelight. And so they are creating an unhealthy standard. Yeah. But they are self-aware. They are just knowingly doing that to other people who may not be as self-aware mm-hmm. and are trying to attain these same standards. Yeah. Yes. I agree with you. Damn. But I also think that my statement had some power behind it because I'm going totally like I yeah I'm just trying to I'm I'm not even trying to be like devil's advocate right now I'm just like no. I'm just trying to think about like you're trying to give people the power that they deserve yeah. so like most people yeah I would yeah. I would agree with you like yeah you could totally make those decisions for yourself but 100%. I'm talking about the people who have uh disposable income maybe sometimes don't but are uh, being constantly 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 being bombarded with images of what it's not even disposable yeah. income at this point it's are you rich image yeah images of like what mm-hmm. what you should look like and so they want to achieve those goals but it's just kind of like yeah. why do you want to look like that so this actually was like brought up as a meme but it's like actually quite true it's like everybody tries like currently right now in the 21st century the kardashians are the beauty standard it just is what it is it is what it is cringe face and and so a lot of people will take pictures of when they were younger and they were not as influential as they are mm-hmm. and then take pictures of them now and it's like no none of these people did any type of hard work or anything like that <laughs> all they had the only difference between them and now is money yeah and the thing is is that you need to be self-aware enough within yourself to understand that that is money that's money that's editing that is not real life mm-hmm. and it is like you can take i think there's like somebody took a side-by-side of like kylie jenner from like the wap wap video yeah and it's like um pictures of her before and pictures of her after um and it's like you can see like even when she showed up, she still had pimples on her face. She did not look as, like, defined. It was all photo editing. It was mm-hmm. all, all of that fucking shit. And you need to be self-aware enough, and you need to be conscious of the fact that that shit's happening, and that she's making a decision to market herself that way as yeah. an unattainable goal. Perfect. And, but also, I saw something else 
which was really hilarious. And it's like, it was a picture of a bunch of black women and then Kim Kardashian. And it's like somebody had posted, um, uh, like powerful, like nine powerful black women who will follow. And then this other person posted, one of these things is not like, like the, the other. other. And I was like, yeah, because Kim Kardashian is not black. But she has done enough body modifications. She has personal trainers. She has stylists and like whatever makeup artists who do make her look like a black woman. Mm-hmm. And she is not. And I think we all need to be reminded that she has paid a lot of money yeah. to make herself look like a black woman. There's a big systemic issue there because mm-hmm. she's marketed as she's marketed as a woman with black features, but mm-hmm. she has lighter skin. Yeah. Right? And and it's just like it's like those black features look good on black skin. They do. They look good. Black women are not trying to copy Kim Kardashian. No. They're not trying to be Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian is trying to be us. And I just want to like put that down because I really hate her for it. Yeah, and I really hate. She's that. not doing you any benefit. Like she's not doing yeah. you any justice and at it's, all. It's just like it's, uh, I hate it. I hate this it so became much. a critical podcast. <laughs> I'm just like fuck it, whatever. Uh, I just, yeah, I just hate it, and that whole family perpetuates it and perpetuates. They're very it. problematic. Yeah, and, and just for so many reasons, and people just bond over them for some reason. Some people don't. Some people do. You know what was really surprising? This is the last side quest before we have to wrap this up. Yeah, yeah, go for it. But, um, <laughs> and like on Facebook and stuff, like I, I would watch videos and there's always memes about them because obviously, but there was mm-hmm. this one time where like the mom picked up a, a, a thong mm-hmm. and she's just like, because because one of the, Courtney, mm-hmm. not Courtney, uh, Chloe, who's yeah. my favorite because she's like kind of, she's chaotic and honest and doesn't give shit. Because mm-hmm. um, no, I don't like any of them, but Chloe. Chloe's like the tall one. Yeah, the tall one. Okay. Yeah, she's chaotic. Like she's a little chaotic. Courtney she's doesn't the, give a she's shit. She's the one who who just got like she was with Tristan and he cheated on her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. She, she has other issues, yeah. but in terms of personality, I think she would be my friend and okay. Courtney, both of them. On yeah, the team. I would be friends with Courtney. Yeah. Um, the mom picked up a pair of thongs because they were looking at this dress, and she's like, "I can't wear that. That's completely see through." And she's like, "Oh, you can just wear a thong." She's like, "I won't do that." She's like, "You don't wear thongs." She's like, "Not in public." And her mom was just like. Oh, that's so conservative of you. I'm like, what is happening? I don't understand. Let her do her own thing. She doesn't want to thaw in public. She yeah. doesn't have an image. She doesn't have this image that you've worked really, 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 really hard to build for your family to yeah. maintain that for the rest of her life. She can go and say, fuck all y'all and mm-hmm. just dive out. Yeah. Um, but that's like an issue, right? Like that's that's what we're being yeah. told. Momager. The momager. Of the whole group, uh, I just I just find her to be exceptionally problematic. She's the one who's like the she's the opposite. Like she's not wait until you're married. She's just like do it now. Yeah, yeah, do it now. Get the body mod now. Yeah, so we can make money. Yeah, like that's all. The, but that's what it is. Like she's been able to mark. <laughs> I think it's what is it? Uh, people who like sleep on Kris Jenner are like so silly. She was able to take uh, five girls who have no talent and make them millionaires and i'm just like i'll give her that i will i hands down to that woman being able to give these give these women the power but just in all of the wrong ways Mm. all of the wrong ways and it's actually just like just Get, like, put them in a box. That's somewhere. the entire Ooh. lifestyle, though. Yeah, go put them on an island. No that's internet. Marketable. No like you're not like. I wanted to do a different episode, and we mm. can discuss this online because we're oh, yeah. probably going to have a new episode. Um, but then we really should wrap this up. Um, 
is how most media they don't sell talent anymore they sell, sell personalities oh we're gonna end up yeah end up oh wait but what's your takeaway my takeaway is fuck um <laughs> <laughs> that's the takeaway don't end it suck <laughs> Honestly, honestly, it's do whatever the fuck you want with your body. You can do whatever the fuck you want with your body. Yeah. Yeah. Just I have this same stance. Like Nina said it the perfect way. Um, and um, I would just say think about it because you would have to live with the decisions you decide to do with your body. Like I don't regret anything, any of my piercings. And I won't regret anything else that I decide to do with my body. What's because I tattoos? Dude, I've been thinking about it. Don't even. <laughs> Okay, I'll find okay. it. Okay. Uh, so we're going to end it here. Um, so thank you guys for listening. You can unbuckle. This episode was a, actually a very crazy ride. I hope you guys hung on. Um, uh, if you liked what you heard, please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere where you listen to your podcasts. We are there at the house that built me. Uh, podcast on Instagram where you can send us um, DMs and like our posts and keep updated with Jizz. shenanigans thank you yeah and uh we want to hear crazy stories so yeah Beb. if you want to tell us that story about uh that time you got drunk but you weren't supposed to get a tattoo because tattoo parlors aren't supposed to allow that but you got a tattoo anyway that you were drunk but you're coming from a really conservative family so now you're stuck because you have to do a cover-up and you can't wear a bathing suit anymore <laughs> with your parents because then they'll see the tattoo or if you do you put like 17 layers of foundation or like this girl in high school that happened this is not a body mod but she got like a really major hickey um on her neck and then she spent the entire bus ride from her house to school with the ice the size of a boulder trying to get her inflammation down just so that she could hide the fact that she got it on with her boyfriend i want those stories yes i want all of those was your body mod yours or someone else's doing (laughs) let me know all right guys thanks for listening Bye. bye